Hello and welcome back to the Talk This Way podcast. Today guys, we're going to be talking about Scottish UFO sightings. If you listen to our season two trailer, we revealed that we live next to Bonnie Bridge, which is Europe's UFO capital. It's a wee bit of a weird place to be the capital, like I'm not going to lie. It certainly shocked me, but those that don't know Bonnie Bridge, oh sorry, everyone that doesn't know Bonnie Bridge, it is like a tiny, tiny, tiny wee town. I think it still comes under town rather than village. Um, and it's in between Falkirk and Cumbernauld. It kind of just like, well, there's physically a road that links it that goes through Bonnie Bridge. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that road a little bit later on. But it's just such a weird place to be. Like, if you, if you told me it was in Scotland, I'd guess the way guess away up in the highlands or islands mm-hmm, not definitely. a tiny tiny town that's got a population of six thousand. <laughs> so i was just about to say i looked it up six thousand people live in there so like there's literally like not huge population mm-hmm. um and i was reading something that said that like there's no like airports there's no like military bases it's not even got a huge like land mass so like mm-hmm. No one knows why there's so many UFO sightings there. Yeah, and there is so many. When I was reading up on it, I read that at least 2,000 people that live in Bonnybridge have at least sighted something unexplained in the night sky. Like, I read as well from the Scottish government, so it's a legit source, 300 people spot or spot something annually. Yeah, so, 300 UFO sightings every year mm-hmm. so crazy. it's not that's like uh-huh. we'll think that there's 365 days in the year so that's uh-huh. almost one ufo every night mm-hmm. and i read that that is actually the most like scottish ufo reports alone is the most internationally so as a country we report more ufos than any other country in this world which is a bit weird like we're drunk all the time so people oh yeah yeah it's a hundred percent someone's walked into a lamppost or something (laughs) because they've been so out of it went oh no mate there's something up in that sky (laughs) like a hundred (laughs) percent Well, um, when I was doing my research, I um, picked up on um, local councillors. Um, right. I think his name was Billy Buchanan, and um, this investigator person that kind of looks into like strange phenomenons, um, mm-hmm. Malcolm Robinson. And right. apparently, they've raised this issue to four UK prime ministers: David Cameron, Gordon Brown, Tony Blair, and John Major calling for an urgent investigation into what's happening in the skies above Bonnie Bridge. I can imagine what the Prime Ministers <laughs> told them when they rolled up to Parliament with that suggestion. <laughs> like, uh, no. Get this crackpot out of my office, please. <laughs> I can, I, as I say, I can imagine. I read, though, that he, that Buchanan guy, thinks it's almost like a wee bit of conspiracy theory. He thinks that the government know exactly what's going on there, but they're refusing to tell anyone. Well, I do think it's weird that, like, I've actually been raised to, like, members of parliament, like, prime ministers, like, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And it is strange that, like, literally one a day is getting reported. Mm -hmm. There must be an explanation for that. Yeah, as I... See, if it was, like, I don't know, five to ten a year, you'd, like, totally just kind of ignore it. Mm -hmm. But... 
the fact that it's almost one a day, as you say, like that consistency from such a small population tells a story, in my opinion. Thousand percent. Have you ever had a UFO experience? I've not. I, I, I can honestly say that I've not. Have you had anything? I've not. So our friend Callum actually has had a UFO experience and he sent us in a wee voice note, Callum, for us to react to mm. and for us to share on the podcast. Let's hear it. I'm buzzing for this. So I was out walking my dog late at night a couple months ago. Um, it was around about half twelve. I know that's late, but I was on the night shift. I was walking past the canal and there's an old abandoned house that I always walk past when I'm out walking. Um, so as I'm walking by this house, I see like flashing lights. And at first, I think it's like a bunch of kids playing with their phones or something. But then as I'm walking closer, I hear a high-pitched noise like TV static. So at this point, I'm a little bit scared, but also intrigued. So I walk a bit closer and then my head starts to like hurt quite badly and the lights suddenly turn off. So at this point, I look up at the sky and there's like a bright light, almost like a star, but brighter. And it starts to move quite quickly and then it like completely disappears. It was really weird and bizarre. And ever since I seen I had this situation happen to me, I've like always believed it's been like a UFO or something. So yeah, that was that was my story. Well, that is quite the experience, Calm, don't you say? Yeah, and I wonder how many people have had experiences like that. I mean, Calm is so close to Bonnybridge, so I wonder if he's one of these three hundred people, you know, or three hundred cases that get reported. He's yeah. now certainly one of the two thousand that have experienced that. Yeah, well, I know exactly the place that he's talking about, that abandoned house, because it's along that road. Um, like as you drive through Bonnie Bridge, and actually mm. there is mm. a story that can we should probably just tell right now. Um, and I think it was back in 1992, and this is one of the first UFO sightings reported in Bonnie Bridge. Cam, do you want to kick off the story? Yeah, so there was a businessman called James Walker who was driving from Falkirk to Bonnie Bridge. And it was October, so at this stage, you know, it's like, you know, it's starting to get darker at night. Um, it's kind of getting colder. You know, winter's coming, um, if you pardon the John Snow bit there. But uh, it was on that road, and it is a country road. Um, even now, what, almost 20 years on, it's still a country road, because I used to drive um, along it. Yeah, um, got, like... I don't think it's street, street lights. lights. It's, yeah. no, it's got nothing. It has got nothing. Um, I used to do it in the summer, but in the winter I didn't touch it um, because of those reasons and because it was so dark. However, this guy was driving along the road and a shiny object was in his path. It was on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he noticed it and it just suddenly like flew away. But apparently it went at such a like supersonic speed mm-hmm. that... You know, like, it had to just be this one thing. Yeah, well, he said as well, at first, the lights, like, in the sky that he saw, he thought they were stars. But then mm-hmm. he was totally taken aback because they started to move into, like, the shape of a triangle. Yeah. And then, uh... as you say, it just literally zoomed off. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I saw that, I'd literally be stopping the car and being like, what the hell just happened there? 
Ah, uh, yep, you wouldn't keep driving, would you? No. Like, as if nothing happened? Uh-huh, definitely. Um, I've also found another story um, about a family, um, mm-hmm. and it was reported around the same time, so it must have been, like, the same year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Slogger family were out a family walk around 7pm, and they also said that all of a sudden they saw a big, massive circle of lights, like in a perfect mm-hmm. circle of lights ahead of them. And mm-hmm. as they walked to approach it, it just zoomed off into the distance. Why would you walk towards that? Yeah, no, why would you not like run away? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're pretty much asking for something to happen. No, it's that typical thing in like horror films when you see something and the person's just wanting to explode it rather than, you know, going safety. Yep. And, yeah, they still aren't surprised when they end up, you know, getting hurt <laughs> or someone's chasing them about. Yeah. And you're screaming at the TV going, no, just run. Don't go into yeah. yeah. Don't go towards it. But, <laughs> yeah, Bonnie, just going back to that road, as you say, it's so dark and it's so secluded sometimes. Well, apparently Bonnie Bridge is part of this thing called the Falkirk Triangle. Uh huh, I heard about this. Um, Bonnie Bridge, Stirling, and Fife. So I think that's mm-hmm. just kind of the areas that they've deemed of the triangle as where all the UFOs are pretty much reported in Scotland. Yeah, yep. Um, but then, like, see, when you think of those areas, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm just expecting it, as you said, to be like the Highlands loads of mm-hmm. area really good visibility because obviously there's not a lot of light pollution but yep. these are just kind of like normal towns like nothing yeah. special mm-hmm. i get it's not glasgow and edinburgh like the big cities with all these mm-hmm. lights but as you say like you know they're going to have street lights yeah the visibility is going to be really not really poor but it's going to be poorer than the highlands which is why i'm really surprised with it because even where we live, if you look up at night, like you can see some of the stars and you can see it better than natural cities. But if you go away up north, you're going to see it a heck yeah. of a lot better. Like literally crystal mm-hmm. clear. Um, but I have a couple of theories about what UFOs could be. Well, what funny you say that because um, that guy, I can't remember where who said it, but apparently 95% of the sightings are deemed as explainable. Yeah, so if you think of it, that could be like maybe like a police helicopter because mm-hmm. yeah, see yeah. where I am, um, we're both in Cumbernauld just for context. <laughs> um, like there's constant police helicopters oh, yeah. all yep. the time, but it's because there's an airport in Cumbernauld and that's mm-hmm. where they do like their training for the helicopters. Yep. Yep. So like... Constantly, there will be a police helicopter flying around, beaming its lights down on the streets and all that. So, there is a huge possibility that it could have been that that they saw, or mm-hmm. even just a normal plane, like passenger plane. The thing about it as well is, see, when people are wanting to see something, you know, your mind can do marvelous tricks on you, especially it. You know, it's going to see what it wants to see at times. So it's the same with all these paranormal spottings. If you want to see something moving, it's going to move, idea. And that is, I'm sure there's a theory behind it, but I cannot remember for life of me what it is. And it is that way of, you know, your mind's just making it do what you want to do. 
Yeah, and it's not. Actually, I'm not talking about Matilda stuff where <laughs> the things actually do move about. <laughs> Just well, to you, it moves. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny that you say that because I've always said that if I was to like make a horror movie, I would love to make a movie where there is no ghosts, there is no demon, there's nothing. It's just the person's mind playing tricks on them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And creating, like, creating this atmosphere of fear, like just pure fear yep. that their mind just goes crazy. And like, yep, well, big down the, new, <laughs> the new Conjuring films are a bit like that. Oh, no way, is it? Yep. The, now it's usually like a devil. I can't remember what it is. I think it's like, a, I think they actually define her as a witch at one point. And it is just a case of she's, you know, did she pick someone? I can't remember how they do it, but um, it's almost like she gets this individual and they play tricks on their mind. So it's things like they'll be sitting in their dining room and suddenly they'll see about 10 people just staring at them and it's like outside the window. Mm -hmm. Or if they're trying to walk through a door, like it'll be 50 of the same door. And as you say, it's just plain... You know, mind tricks. Yep, yep. There's actually a movie that I saw called Mind Trip. And it's like these guys go into a mine and it is like that. They just play tricks on them. Yeah. uh There's also the possibility that it could be something called black budget technology, which is almost like experimental aircrafts and stuff that obviously the government are keeping under wraps. Yeah. Not known to the public. Yeah. Which... I mean, think of it like you're probably going to get like spy planes and oh, yep, yep, like military, like aero stuff that no one knows about. And it, there's a huge possibility that it could be that because they could be flying from somewhere else the airport and maybe they're just flying over Bonnie Bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, they would use a small town's airport, and yeah. you know, if they take off, you know, depending what direction they do it, Bonnie Bridge is right ahead of yeah. the airport in Cumbernauld, but. I know what you mean. There's a lot of things that can happen. And there was a guy that kind of, he used to work for the Ministry of Defence called Nick Pope, I think his name was. And he basically just said to that uh, Buchanan guy, I'm not looking at your cases because I know it's fake. Like, I think he actually debunked a few and then was like, the rest of these are going to be the same. I'm not going to waste my time here idea and he did just genuinely just debunk them all yeah the thing with ufos is it is defined as an unidentified flying object and i know loads mm-hmm. of people yep. do associate them with aliens because like mm-hmm. when you think of an alien you think of a green marshal with like not marshal a green martian with like yep. a flying saucer next to it like that's what mm-hmm. you just you think of I don't know. Maybe do you think aliens exist? I can't remember. Funny, I was I was going to um, ask you this. I think seeing our universe is bound to be our there's going to be something out there in space. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, we are not the only people mm-hmm. or the only living creatures. Like there's going to be something somewhere. It might not be in the Milky Way, but there's going to be something somewhere, and it might not be green people. You know, <laughs> it might <laughs> yeah. be. Uh, you know, it might be like giants, you know, it might be like completely different shapes, forms that we haven't even like began to imagine. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's something. I, I, there's something you cannot say that there's nothing else out there. 
Well, think of it like the way that we've been explained, like the Big Bang, something was to explode. Energy disperses mm-hmm. in yeah. every direction because that's just how it, how energy goes. It just it goes mm-hmm. everywhere. It doesn't just go in a straight line unless yep. it's it's pointed, like and it's what's the word I'm looking for? It's like directed in a like certain area. Mm-hmm. So. If the Big Bang is true, and that is how the universe began, and that's how life on Earth started, then there's a thousand percent other mm-hmm. life forms on other planets. Yeah. Yep. Whether yeah. they, as I say, whether they're green and they fly yeah. here with UFOs, completely different. As that Buchanan said, he uh, said that we don't actually have a clue if there's aliens walking about because we don't actually know what they look like. We can guess what they look like. Yeah but we don't actually know. One thing I liked what he said, by the way, is when he's asked why Bonnie Bridge, he replies, why Bethlehem? Well, and that, uh, yeah, <laughs> makes, makes sense. I mean, it's, you know. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Why Why this place? How about this sort of theory? The whole of Bonnie Bridge are aliens. <laughs> Everyone that lives in Bonnie Bridge is an alien. Cannot wait for our friends to listen to this one. <laughs> Will we um, just send our apologies to them just now? Yeah, just or a, a wee pre-apology to all of our friends that live in Bonnie Bridge. We're but so you're aliens. We don't know that yet. We don't know. I mean, we don't know. Can, can we prove it? Can we disprove it? No, therefore it stands, in it? So mm, That's true. I mean, you never know. Just like we are going to eventually go to another planet. Maybe they came built Bonnie Bridge, I mean, we, you know, and they just made a wee community there, you know, we, we don't know that. Wait, maybe that's why the Romans built that wall next to Bonnie Bridge, because ah, they got to Bonnie Bridge, yeah. realised that they were all aliens, and then went, you know what, guys, I think we should just stop here and call it a day. <laughs> well, I've had enough, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Rome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's also another really famous Scottish UFO encounter, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually in Bonnie Bridge. It was in Livingston. So it was on the Deckmont Woods. So I think that's just like an area of like forestry. And Bob Taylor, who was actually a forestry worker for um, the Livingston Development Corporation, on November the 9th, 1979, he parked his truck at the side of the road and he started walking along a forest path with his dog. Mm-hmm. Now, Taylor reported what was described as a flying dome, a large circular sphere. He says approximately seven yards, very specific in diameter. That is really, really specific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have been looking at it in great detail. <laughs> There's um, measuring tape out. Yeah, wait a, wait a <laughs> Hold up, minute. mate. Just give a second. Dog, going to take this end of the tape. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he said that the sphere was hovering above the forest floor. Um, yet again, very, very specific. In a clearing about 530 yards, which is 480 metres away from his truck. Mm, that's too specific for my liking. Um, Taylor then described the object as a dark metallic material with a rough texture like sandpaper featuring an outer rim set with small propellers. Okay. 
I mean, then claims, um, uh, yeah, I mean, each their own. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. It's not how I would describe a UFO. <laughs> but whatever, you know. <laughs> so Taylor then claims he experienced a foul odour like burning brake and that right. smaller spheres similar to sea mines had seized him and were dragging him in the direction of the larger object when he lost consciousness. He 100% took something that night, didn't he? He looks like he's, you know, like, away with the fairies. Aye. Um, He is away with the fairies. Is there, like, a photo or video of this gentleman? (laughs) (laughs) No, we should probably look that up before we take his word for it. Yeah. You know, just just to um, investigate ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, You're not saying that the guy's got a wee, like, stone or a wee platinum? Like we uh-huh. play up there, yeah. Yeah. Um okay. I'll get on to that later. So according to Taylor, he later awoke and objects that he had with him were gone. Which I'm hoping that that's not referring to the, the dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. The dog. That dog better have not just been abducted uh-huh. by aliens, I swear to God. I'll hunt them down. <laughs> All you see is us turning up to Livingston, like oh yes. <laughs> Aliens, right, Shan, get the measuring tape out, 493 yards, get oh, this exact. exact moment. <laughs> um, so, that also included his car keys, or his truck keys, so he couldn't start his truck, so he had to walk all the way home. Taylor's wife reported that when he arrived home on foot, um, he was dishevelled, muddy, his clothes were torn and ripped and his trousers were like completely like damaged, like there was nothing left to them essentially. Hmm. Um, so the wife done a normal thing, which you know, finally I'm glad you know there's someone with common sense. She called the police and she hey. also called a doctor immediately. Um, yeah, and they yeah. treated him for grazes to his chin and his thighs. So the police then accompanied Taylor to the site where he claimed that this happened. They mm-hmm. found ladder-shaped marks on the ground where Taylor said that he saw the large object and other marks that Taylor said were made by the smaller mine-like objects. Um, and police put the matter down to a criminal assault. Now, I found out through my research that this is the only case of a UFO encounter to be subject to criminal investigation by the police. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. And um, as Callum said earlier on, um, there's a wee plaque in the forest um, and it says, this is a site referred to in Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World, which describes an encounter between a forestry worker out walking and what appeared to him as an unidentified flying object. And that was in 1991 that the plaque was put there. Yeah, that's... Interesting. Do you, do you believe it? I don't know. I, don't I think it. it's a hard one. He might have just got jumped by like children and he was too embarrassed to admit it. You know what? See, when I was reading that earlier, that's exactly what I thought. Maybe he yeah. actually was salted mm-hmm. and he was too embarrassed to admit it. But then why go to this extravagant story? And, like, he's now just going to be known as the guy that was abducted. UFO guy, yep. 
but then you yeah. also have to um like question is he mentally stable that's the thing it's no what there's only one person that would know who got who what actually went on that night yeah you know and it's him uh-huh. um, when I was the fact that they stole the keys and stuff's a wee bit suspicious so yeah like that could have easily just been someone like he did get jumped idea yeah. he did get like robbed and assaulted on the spot like easily could have been especially yeah. if they took all his objects well that's the thing like I couldn't find whether or not the truck was still there in the end because if the truck wasn't there then he's obviously been robbed but yeah the, the aliens there, aren't going to take yeah. that exactly yeah they've got better technology than a wee truck yeah but um I was looking into like possible reasons as to like maybe why he thought it was happened and mm-hmm. one of like it was a medical expert or some university I can't remember what university I think it was Edinburgh and she says that all of the symptoms so like blacking out not being able to remember anything the fact that he was physically injured hallucinations like seeing things lightheadedness all that is um very similar to a type of epilepsy that you can get which would explain why he totally blanked yeah. out and is yep. seeing all these things mm-hmm. um and apparently he also had a um, previous like meningitis infection mm. which can also cause hallucinations i don't know what to think of that i don't know if it's true it's just a case of do they want a story you know that guy who had done that mm-hmm. for like a wee bit of story, he might have done it if he did get, you know, assaulted and he's embarrassed to admit it. Mm-hmm. Because if he's in that line of job, you know, he's going to be quite like manly man idea. Like he's going to be a proper lad almost. And it's no very, I don't know, it might, it's a weird one to use as an excuse. Like, oh, I promise I didn't get assaulted. It's like an e- <laughs> UFO got me idea. Like, it is a weird one. Yeah, exactly. And of all stories to tell, like, why pick that as your excuse? Mm-hmm. I feel like the in Scotland, I don't know of many UFO stories, I'm not going to lie. I knew about this Livingston one because my dad's kind of like conspiracy theories and ghosts and UFO and he mm-hmm. watches like ancient aliens and all that, you know. Love that. <laughs> so I knew about mm-hmm. that one and I also knew about the fact that Bonnie Bridge was, you know, rife with ufo sightings see i knew that yeah but, but like, i didn't know it was that much in depth yeah and but seeing america i feel like mm-hmm. people who see ufos in america are a lot more vocal about it yes like they scotland, are uh-huh. i feel like no one talked about it in scotland like I've no one does met someone mm-hmm. that's went well other than callum obviously who sent in that wee voice note for us earlier yeah you know i saw a ufo this is what happened i was abducted and mm-hmm. in America, you get all these people who are like doctors, lawyers, proper established professions being like, yeah, I've uh-huh. going out. Aliens. I've saw a mm-hmm. UFO and they're adamant on it. Yeah, like, they, they genuinely do not consider any other option. Yeah. And I, it must genuinely just be personalities. But I feel there is such a culture change in between us and America. Like Americans are a lot more vocal about everything. Whether in Scotland, if you like... And cert- certain people would ring you for it. Certain people would kind of, like, make a joke out of you if you said, mm-hmm. guys, I've just seen a UFO. And I think that is very much why a lot of people don't see it. 
Yeah. Whereas, like, in America, if you went, guys, I think I've just seen a UFO, they'd be like, oh, my God, no way. Like, let's, yep. you know, make a documentary of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Callum needs to go to America and voice his story. Yeah. I mean, try and, get it, try and get it in video. Where do we go, pro, next time you're out? Yeah, get it all on film. I just feel like it's either aliens and they're amongst us and they're full of Bonnie Bridge. It's just an alien, <laughs> an alien village, yeah. or it's the government and they're like keeping a massive secret from us, and they're up to something. I think the government holding out on us with something. A hundred percent. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk This Way. Make sure you're following us over on our Instagram at Talk This Way Pod and on our TikTok at Talk This Way. And remember, we release a new episode every single Tuesday, so set those reminders. See you soon. Okwa. My name's Carl Nielsen and I'm a UFO survivor. <laughs>